2: next chapter podcasts presents the play on podcast series king lear episode two stand up for bastards for the best listening experience be sure to use headphones or earbuds just look with your ears
3: woman conceived him from her womb long before she bedded a husband. Come greet my bastard.
4: <laughs> Nature, you're my goddess, and in truth I'm bound to serve your laws. Therefore, why should I trouble myself with man-made commandments, directives which deprive me of my share, simply because I was born twelve or fourteen months after my brother? Why must I be the bastard called base? Being of sound body and mind as any man, why must the world brand my back with low blows like base, illegitimate, knave, base,
3: base? (laughs)
4: At least we bastards are born from the pure pleasure that comes from fiery lovemaking, which is why our blood boils when we're wronged. Unlike these panty-waist wimps, conceived in stale marriage beds by snoring morons mired in matrimony. Well then, legitimate Edgar, perhaps I'll take your land. Why not? Let's see if our father loves his bastard as much as he loves his legitimate. (laughs) And what a word. Legitimate. Well, my legitimate brother, if this letter does the trick and I succeed, Edmund the bastard will topple the legitimate. I'll grow. I'll prosper. Now gods, STAND UP FOR THE BASTARDS OF THE WORLD! No,
3: no, 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 no. It, it's true. The king is gone tonight, having abdicated all but his ceremonial title. How could all of this occur in the spur of a moment? Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Listen, I shall call you again. It seems my son seeks Oof. attention. Uh, all right, thank you. Okay, good night, <laughs> oh. Edmund. Well, what have you found? What, what what news? No news, my lord. Why have you pocketed that letter so quickly? C- come, give it here. Oh, my word! It's just a letter. Yet you were reading it with purpose. No, nothing, my lord. Then why put it away with such speed if you were indeed putting away nothing? I should see nothing writ across your face. Come on. <laughs> come on, let us see. If it be nothing, I shouldn't need spectacles to read it.
4: I beseech you, sir, pardon me, for it is a letter from my brother that I haven't yet finished, and for so much as I have perused it, I find it not fit for your eyes. Give me the letter, Edmund. I fear it will offend you whether I give it or keep it. Although truly nothing can be more offensive than what's written... Let's see!
3: (sighs) Let's see it now. The craftiness of old men and society's custom of treating them with reverence makes life bitter for those of us in the prime of our lives and keeps us from our inheritance until we're too old to enjoy it. I've begun to see a kind of useless, foolish slavery in the oppressive power of the elderly come visit me Edmund so I can speak more about this for if our father should happen to go to his eternal rest then you would enjoy half of his wealth forever and live as my beloved brother yours Edgar hmm This has the hum of conspiracy. If our father should happen to go to his eternal rest, then you would enjoy half his wealth. Edgar? Edgar? Could his hand have writ this? How could his heart and brain breed it? When 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 did you receive this letter? Who brought it? It was not
4: brought to me, my lord. That's what's so cunning about it. I found it. It was tossed through my window. And, and you know the character to be your brother's? If the content of the letter was akin to kindness, I would swear that it was his. But considering how the letter reads, I would gladly think it were not. That said, it is writ with his penmanship, but surely not his heart. Has
3: he ever spoken to you about such business?
4: Never, my lord, never.
3: What? Well,
4: I must confess that often I have heard him declare that when sons reach adulthood and their fathers grow old the father should place himself into the son's hands, and the son shall get his hands on his
3: father's money. But- Villainous! I, oh, villain! This, this same notion is found right here. To the letter, a, poor, a villain? A natural, detestable, brutish villain? No worse than brutish vile. Go, sir, seek him out. Then I'll arrest him, the abominable wretch. Where where could he be? I know
4: not, my lord, but if you can, may I advise that you suspend your indignation against my brother till you can derive a better testimony concerning his intent. Ugh. I am willing to wager my life for him, for I am certain that he only wrote this letter to test my love for you, and he didn't intend for any danger to befall you. Surely... How can you be so sure? Uh, if it would be acceptable to your sense of honor... I will hide you where you can hear us confer about the letter. And then your very ears will be able to attest
3: to his intentions. Right? He cannot be such a monster, can he? He is not. I'm sure of it. For the sake of heaven and earth, Edmund, seek him out. Insinuate yourself on my behalf. Frame the business however you see fit. I would give up my rank and wealth to be properly convinced, either of his guilt or innocence.
4: I will find him, sir and convey the business in the best ways and means
3: possible. Then I shall tell you all. My, what a night sky. I suppose these late eclipses in the sun and moon do pretend bad omens. When the moon lays her head in the lap of the sun, love cools, friendships fall apart, brothers become foes, and riots run amuck. In cities, civil wars are waged, and topples palaces, and the blood between sons and fathers stirs into a poison. This villain of mine comes under such a prediction, son against father. Likewise, the king has gone against his former nature, father against child. We have seen our better days. Schemes, hollowness, treachery, and ruinous disorders shall, like curses, push us into early graves. Find out the truth about this villain, Edmund, and by all means do it carefully father and the noble and true-hearted kent banished for being honest it's all strange so very strange
4: this is the excellent foppery of the world that when we are sick in fortune often because of our own excesses we lay blame Citing the sun, moon, and stars as the cause. As if these planetary sparkles forced us to be villains. As if we were made fools by heaven's decree, or turned into thieves and traitors because of the mere phases of the moon. As if all our evil was thrust upon us by the hand of a divining god. (laughs) Such a human technique for casting off one's guilt. A silly trick by which a whore master can blame his great lechery on the twinkling of a star. My father laid with my mother under the light of the dragon's tail, which means I was conceived in the scoop of the Big Dipper, so naturally I am rough and have a ravenous appetite. <laughs> I would have turned out the same bastard had I been born under the most virginal star in the firmament.
5: Ed, my man, how goes thou?
4: And my temper's like the sun, sometimes up, more often down.
5: Ooh, nice wheels. From here, you seem to be rolling
4: in it. How'd you find the coin? I thought you were away, studying. No, The rise my father's. My head has indeed been in books, I'm just barring it.
5: You one lucky bastard. Uh,
4: uh, You have any idea how many women you can get to ride you in a ride like that? Nah, my thoughts are not on riding, but running things. Have you seen my brother? You mean the better, Ed? (laughs) Aye, aye. He's inside. There's the man.
5: (laughs) Edmund! (laughs) I'm over here. Get me something to quench my thirst.
4: And there he is, right on cue. Treat me like a fetch dog. Of course, bro. Whatever you need. Yeah, like an old fool in an old comedy, my role is to play melancholic. No, oh, these eclipses do pretend, these divisions, etc. Fa, so, la, ti, do. Scotch on the rocks, please. I thank thee. Hey, how now brother admin why the long phase i'm thinking of a prediction i read earlier have you heard about what follows eclipses no <laughs> why busy yourself with that now, i promise you the predictions printed in this paper only succeeded in getting worse omens like divisions between children and parents death famine the breaking of old friendships political infighting treason threats against kings and noble countrymen baseless suspicions banishment of friends the desertion of troops adultery and, and I don't know what else you sound high
5: <laughs> well I didn't know you were a follower of astrology
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I'm not, okay. you need to take your ass home
4: <laughs> when was the last time you saw our father <laughs> uh, just last night why? and you spoke with him? Yes, we had two hours together. Did you part on good terms? Did you find any displeasure in him by word or expression? None at all. Why? Let me advise you that you avoid his presence until he's had some time to cool off. For currently he is so heated that even if he were to beat you like a rug, he still would not be able to sweat off all his boiling rage. Some villain must have told a malicious lie about me. Uh, That's just what I feared. But still, I pray you stay away until his anger subsides, and in the meantime, retire with me to my lodgings, and at the right moment, I'll bring you to hear our father speak. Come, you should go now, just in case he comes here. Here's my key. Take the car. That key will open the front door of my house. Oh, and before you go outside, do arm yourself. Did you say arm myself? Yes, brother, I am giving you the best advice. Now, please, go. I shall hear from you soon. Brother, my business is to work things out for you. (laughs) A gullible father and a noble brother whose nature is so far from vice that he wouldn't know evil if it grew horns, a tail, and was reared in hell. My plot will dig their graves. This is way too easy. (laughs) But such is the game when men can't see they're being played. Since I can't have my father's land by birthright, I'll cut my peace by being conniving and using my mother's wit. All will be mine through cunning. This is a sport for which I am quite fit. Hmm. Hey, baby. How long have you
3: been back in tea? How are you?
4: Thank you, baby. You know it's in the stars, baby. I look good all the time. You've been missing me?
5: I know, but I'm
4: here now. Yeah. Okay, round 2. Name something that's
3: not boring.
5: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
3: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death Yes, madam. Did my father strike one of my servants for chiding his fool?
0: Uh, yes, madam.
1: By day and night he wrongs me. Every hour he has an outburst of one kind or another. His nights grow riotous and he himself complains about every little trifle. When he returns from hunting, I will not speak with him. Say I am sick. Madam. Oswald! Mm-hmm. Yes, Madam. If you slack your usual services concerning him, it'll serve him right.
4: He's coming, Madam. I hear him. He's been away catching fish.
1: Be as negligent as you desire, you and all the servants. Ugh. If he has a distaste for the way I run my house, he can scamper to our sister, whose mind is akin to mine. Foolish old oh, man! He still thinks he can wield the power he has given away. I swear, on my life, aged fools become babies all over again.
0: Very well, madam. Oswald. Yes, madam.
1: Advise all the servants that I intend to breed opportunities to offend my father. Then straight away, I'll write to my sister, telling her exactly how to fall in line. Shoot! Bird! And you, Oswald.
4: Yes, madam.
5: Go prepare supper.
2: I was Kent, but do not appear as Kent anymore. Now banished Kent, if I can serve where now I stand condemned, I'll carry
5: out my ends to serve my master. I was Kent, I was... Mm. Oh, what? I was. Mm. I was, Kent. Now banished, Kent. If you can serve the master who condemned you, so may this same master whom you love come to find you to be an excellent servant.
0: Let me not wait a whit for my supper. Go, get it ready. Oh,
3: oh hey, hold on, hey, wait up! Hey, oh, hey,
0: hey! How now? How now? What
5: is this? I'm a man, sir. What's your profession, man? Oh, I do profess to be no less than I seem, To truly serve a master who puts his trust in me, To love him that is honest, mm. To converse with him that is wise, Which hopefully means he says little, To fear God, to fight when I must. <laughs> Oh, and I don't eat fish. (laughs) What are you? A very honest-hearted fellow and
0: as poor as the king. If one be as poor as a subject as he is a king, then one is poor enough. (laughs) What is your want here? Service. Mm. And who is it you would like to serve?
5: You. Do you know me, fellow? No, sir. But there's something about your face that reminds me of my master what's that authority (laughs)
0: what services can you render
5: i can keep counsel ride a horse run ruin a curious tale by trying to tell it (laughs) and deliver a plain speech bluntly that which ordinary men are fit for i am most ordinarily qualified and best of all i am Diligent that's mine. How old are you? Not so young, sir, that I would fall in love with a woman simply because her beauty sings to me. Yet, not so old that I would dote on a woman who's ugly enough to want me. Ergo, I'm 48. <laughs> Follow
0: me, then. You shall serve me. And if I don't like you less after dinner, I'll consider keeping you around. <laughs> hey! Where is my fool? Go, you, and bring my fool to me. You! Who? You there! Me? Sir, where is my daughter? If it please you, I am busy. What did the fellow say? Call that blockhead back. Sir? Where is my fool, I say? I think the world's asleep.
5: Uh, He says, my lord, your daughter is not well.
0: Why did the blockhead not come back to me when I called him? Sir, he
5: answered me most bluntly, and he insisted that he would not. He would not? My lord, I know not what the matter is, but I've heard murmurs among the servants here. Your highness, I'm afraid you are not being entertained with the ceremonious affection that you are accustomed to. The duke himself, the servants, and your daughter all share in this abatement of kindness.
0: Do you truly think this is the case?
5: Well, i beseech your pardon, my lord, if I am mistaken. But I cannot be silent when I think your highness is wronged.
0: Indeed. I've observed a lazy neglectfulness in my children as of late, which I rather blamed as my own jealous curiosity. I will, I will look into it further. But where's my fool? I
5: haven't seen him for two whole days. It is rumored that ever since the young lady Cordelia went to France, sir, the fool has seemed sad and solitary.
0: No more of that. I have noted it well. You, servant there, go and tell my daughter I would speak with her. And you, go call my fool here. Oh, Oh. Oh, you! You! Come here! Come here, sir. Who am I? My lady's father. My lady's father? You wretch. You dog's ass. You cur! I am none of these, my lord. I beg your pardon. Ah, you... You dare make a face at me, you ugly nut! I will not be struck, my lord. (laughs) Tripped then, bumbling wretch. Nice. If you continue to serve me like that, I'll always appreciate you.
5: Get up, sir. (laughs) And go away. I teach you to respect. (laughs) Away, I said. My loyal
0: servant, I thank you in earnest for thy service oh wow let me hire him too
6: (laughs) what service can you provide for this fool's
0: hat it's real
6: polyester
0: oh no my pretty fool how are you
6: sir you'd better take my hat
0: (laughs) Why, fool
6: for taking sides with a king who's out of favor if one doesn't have the mouth to suck up to those in power surely one will suffer for it Again, take my fool's hat, sir. Be the better fool. The king here has been banished by two of his daughters and did so with the third, a blessing he did not intend. If a man will follow him, he'll surely need something to protect his head. How now, uncle? Ought to have two crowns and two daughters. Why, my boy? because he that gives away all before he dies is a fool. If it were me, I'd still have two crowns to prove how kingly I am. Again, here, take my hat, since it's fit for a fool, it'll fit you. You can get a feather for it from one of your foolish daughters.
0: Take heed, boy, or you'll get the whip.
6: What, like a dog beaten into his kennel? I must be whipped inside my cage while the bitch of the house warms herself by the fire, stinking of the lies that
0: flare from her... mouth. You are a pestilent irritant, you know that.
6: Sir, let me teach you
0: a little rhyme. Do.
6: Mark this, Uncle. Have more than you show, speak less than you know, lend less than you owe, take the bus if you must go, if seeing is believing, demand a show, don't bet your fortune on the dice that you throw, leave all drink and whores, and keep safe indoors, and you shall have more than you ever did before.
5: That means nothing, fool. Then consider
6: my speech as you would an unpaid lawyer. You gave me nothing for it, so you get what you pay for. Can one make use of nothing, dear uncle?
0: Why, no, boy. Nothing will come from nothing. Mm
6: -hmm. Sir, please remind the king that he has no land, which means he has nothing. I doubt if he would believe a fool.
0: A bitter fool.
6: And do you know the difference between a bitter fool and a sweet one?
0: Perhaps I don't, boy. Teach me.
6: Bring me the Lord who advised you to give away your land and place him here by me. In his place you stand. The sweet and bitter fool will very soon appear in jester's clothing here, the bitter fool out there. Do you call me a fool, boy? Don't look at me. The other titles that you were born with, you gave away, so one might as well dub thee the fool. I mean, I want you to have something. This fool is fully of himself, my lord. Not so. Lords and noblemen won't let me be full of anything. For even if I had a monopoly on foolishness, they'd insist that I divide it and give them their fair share. And the ladies of the house as well. They won't let me be a complete fool either. They're always snatching my roll and rolling with it. Now, if anyone thinks I'm speaking like a fool when I say this, let him be whipped. For fools, this has been a hard year since men in power have grown foolish. When dunce caps become crowns, what'll I wear? In candor, all men are brutish. The future is what I fear.
0: When did you become so full of songs, sir?
6: I made a habit of singing, uncle, ever since. You made those daughters your mothers by giving them the rod and letting them pull down the
3: drawers.
6: Then they for such joy did weep. While I for sorrow sung such a king could play both peep among sheep, he bleeps, hey, as for real know? men, you here know? there are, oh, are none.
4: Oh, 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 okay. yeah, okay. oh, oh, okay. uncle,
6: okay. hire a school teacher that can teach me to lie.
0: If you lie, boy, then I'll surely have you whipped.
6: I marvel at how unkind you are to your daughters. They'll have me whipped for speaking true, you'll have me whipped for lying, and sometimes I'm whipped for holding my peace. I'd rather be anything than a fool. And yet I wouldn't want to be you, Uncle. You've parted ways with both banks of your brain, leaving no sense in the middle. Father! Ah. Here comes the left brain now.
4: Walk it, baby. Walk it. Walk it. How, mm.
0: it. How now, daughter? You've been wearing that face too long. It's starting to make you appear long in the tooth. <laughs>
6: You were a fine fella back when you weren't counting her faces. But now you're a zero, which, if I do the math, makes me better than you. At least I'm a fool. You
1: are nothing. Not only does your all-licensed fool insult me, but others in your entourage do hourly fight, complain, and break out in violent, intolerable riots.
2: Sir, I, know I have
1: thought by now that you would you know. have found a solution. <laughs> but I wonder if you hey. encourage this kind of behavior hey. by allowing it to continue. I realize that having to punish your knights under most circumstances would be disgraceful. But now, because such actions are necessary, They will seem just. Are you my daughter? Come, sir. I wish you would make use of your wisdom since you're old enough to be wise. These moods of late remove you from who you truly are.
6: Even a fool knows the cart comes before the horse. Whoa, lass! Slow down! I still want to ride you!
0: (laughs) Does anyone here know me? Am I not, Lear? Does Lear walk like such? Speak in such a way? Where are his eyes? Is he asleep or is he waking? Who is it that can tell me who I am? Your Lear's shadow.
1: Wisdom should come naturally at your age. You're keeping a hundred knights and squires here, men so disorderly, vulgar and bold, that our court has become infected with their pestilence. Their gluttony and lust makes this place feel more like a tavern or a brothel than an honored palace it requires immediate remedy. Therefore, it's my desire, since you didn't do it when I asked politely, that you reduce the number of knights in your entourage. Keep the ones who are older, who know their proper place, as well as yours.
4: Oh, no, no,
0: testable no, vulture.
4: Not
0: my knights are men with excellent Mm-mm. qualities and accomplishments they do their duty with perfection and live up to their honorable reputation.
1: Hush! Father, I have spoken. In my house, I always have the last word. Good day.
0: Oh, how small does Cordelia's great sin now seem to me. It tortures me to think what I've done. Oh, I could bleed tears. Lear, Lear! Lear! I will beat at this gate that let precious wisdom out and folly enter in. Oh God!
2: The play on podcast series King Lear was translated into modern English verse by Marcus Gardley and directed by Eric Ting. The cast is as follows Keith David as King Lear, Bernard White as the Earl of Gloucester, Aldo Billingsley as The Fool, Christiana Clark as the Earl of Kent, Gina Daniels as Goneril, Francesca Fernandez McKenzie as Cordelia. Lance Gardner as Oswald and the King of France. Daniel Jose Molina as Edgar and the Duke of Burgundy. J.D. Mollison as the Duke of Albany and the Doctor. Tramel Tillman as Edmund. Amy Kimwaski as Regan. Rex Young as the Duke of Cornwall. Casting by the Telsey office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Rebecca Clark Carey. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Marcus Gardley and Catherine Eaton. Original music, sound design and sound mix by Lindsey Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Additional engineering by Daniel Ben Shimon. Mix engineer and dialogue editor Mary Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Line producer Jordan Moore. Managing producer Robert Cappadona. Senior Producer Miriam Lauba Executive Producer Michael Goodfriend The Senior Manager of Business Operations and Partnerships at Next Chapter Podcast is Sally Cade Holmes The Play On Podcast Series King Lear is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play On Podcast Series Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play on Shakespeare podcast series by listening to bonus content at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, anyone can see how this world works. Just look with your ears.